0: Welcome to Husker Hurry Up, your one spot to get the latest on Nebraska athletics and the Big Ten landscape three times a week on the Inside Nebraska Podcast Network. Fueled by the Everly Creative and insightful Inside Nebraska staff, Husker Hurry Up is your place to get the analysis and breaking news of your Huskers. Now, please welcome your host, Jeff Ekstrom well hello 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 and good morning and welcome to the monday july 17th edition of husker hurry up powered by Inside Nebraska. This is your guide to news analysis and other tidbits as we get you caught up and prepared for everything that's going on in Nebraska athletics. I am your host Jeff Ekstrom. I hope the weekend treated you well and you took some much-needed time off before attacking another work week. In for your Husker Athletic News, plenty happened over the weekend. Nebraska got its 24th commit of the 2024 class. Softball added an impact transfer and some more recruiting news, including a position update on a 2023 signee. So plenty happened over the weekend if you weren't paying attention, but that is why you've come here to Husker Hurry Up, and I am ready to get you caught up on all of that and just a little more. So no more time. Let's get right to it. The Nebraska football team added to its hot run on the recruiting trail with the commitment of four star interior offensive lineman Preston Talmua early Monday morning. The six foot four, 317 pounder out of Wapuha Hawaii High School becomes the fifth four star recruit in the Huskers 2024 class. Ranked as the number 220th overall prospect in the nation, Talmua is now the second highest ranked commit of the 24 man recruiting class, behind only in state talent Carter Nelson, a tight end who's ranked 161. Talmua Will be developed as a guard once he arrives on campus and plays under offensive line coach Donovan Raiola. He's set to join a trio of others that are projected to be guards at the college level, which includes a few a trio of three stars: Gibson Pyle from Texas, Landon Davidson from Colorado, and Jake Peters from Iowa. Tamou represents a big recruiting win for Raiola and the pipeline with NU fighting off the likes of Oregon, Auburn, Alabama and Arizona for Taumua's services. The Honolulu native took official visits to four of those five schools, with the Crimson Tide being the only one not getting a visit from the four-star. Nebraska outlasted a big effort from Oregon to land Taomua, as the Ducks were the ones who got his last official visit in the final weekend of June, just one week after his OV to Lincoln. But Arizona State transfer Ben Scott and Rayola teamed up as they played a big part in getting Taomua to commit to Nebraska as Scott, an Arizona State transfer, made himself a national prospect out of Honolulu as well. So a direct example of what Talmud can be, and Scott certainly played his part in convincing the six foot four offensive lineman to commit to Nebraska's. But folks, the Huskers are not off the hook, including head coach Matt Rule and his assistants as they will need to do their best to hold on to Talmud As National Signing Day, including the early signing period in December, comes ever closer. Because Oregon, who is a big name in the hunt for Talmua, is still going to try and get his commitment all the way down to when he signs his national letter of intent. We saw that. Very clear in last year's signing day, Oregon made a couple of last minute flips to add to their 2023 class. And Talmua might be named they'll try to do the same once the early signing period in December and maybe even in the National Signing Day in February. But we will see. But for now, it's celebration time for Nebraska as they add their fifth four star of the 2024 class in Preston Talmua. With Nebraska filling up its 2024 recruiting class with 24 commits, including Preston Talmoa, the Huskers saw two of its previous targets commit inside the state of Texas over the weekend. The Huskers seemed to be in a decent spot to land four-star wide receiver Ernest Campbell after his official visit in June. The 5'8 speedster listed Nebraska as a finalist alongside Penn State, Oregon, Kansas, Houston, and Texas A&M. However, in the end, it was the Aggies and Jimbo Fisher who got the commitment from the number 45 wideout in the 2024 class. After the Huskers shockingly landed the pledge from Miami native Jacory Barney Jr., chances were slim that Campbell would choose Lincoln as his college des- destination. Additionally, Texas three-star defensive back Malik Escara took a similar path to Campbell to stay in his home state, but Escara committed to Texas Tech and head coach Joey McGuire on Friday. Escara took his OV to Lincoln during the first weekend of June, with the Huskers making enough of an impression to make NU a finalist alongside Tech. But McGuire, a previous assistant coach under Matt Rule at Baylor, won this time out. Inside Nebraska, lead football writer Steve Mark was able to confirm a piece of news regarding 2023 in-state signee Mason Goldman from Gretna. At the time of him signing to come to Lincoln, the three-star lineman said he could line up as either an offense or a defensive lineman going into his first season. Steve was able to confirm with the source that the 6'5", 260-pounder will start his career as an offensive lineman heading into fall camp at the end of July. He made that move about two weeks ago. That's the second class of 2023 recruit who has changed positions early in his career. Jason Machachok a big, strong player from South Dakota, originally had O-line in the plans too, but will begin his career on the D-line. An interesting piece of news from Steve, as that should play a factor as the Huskers get set for fall camp at the end of July. Former Nebraska shortstop Bryce Matthews agreed to an entry-level deal with his hometown Houston Astros on Saturday. Matthews, a humble Texas native, which is in the suburbs of Houston, agreed to a deal worth $2,478,200 with the Astros after being selected number 28 overall in the MLB draft last week in Seattle. Matthew's deal comes below the slot value at $2,880,700 but comes up with a seven-figure payday anyway after a season that saw him become the first Nebraska player in school history to hit 20 home runs and steal 20 bases. One of four Huskers to get selected in the draft, Matthews became the Huskers' first first round pick since 2006 and the seventh first rounder in school history. Alongside Max Anderson, who was selected number 45 overall by the Detroit Tigers, Nebraska became the first school since 2015 to have the middle infield duo selected in the first two rounds of the draft. Friday night ace Emmett Olsen was picked number 110 overall by the Miami Marlins, while Jace Kaminska was drafted number 292 overall by the Colorado Rockies as part as one of the most impressive drafts in Nebraska baseball history. The Nebraska softball team added another impact player in the form of St. John's transfer Peyton Cody over the weekend. Cody comes to Lincoln as a graduate transfer with one season of eligibility after spending five seasons with the Red Storm. Cody is allowed a sixth season by the NCAA due to her medical redshirt in 2022 and an NCAA eligibility waiver for the 2020 COVID season. Cody played in 149 games with 139 starts at St. John's. She posted a 316 career batting average with the Red Storm, collecting 134 hits, 29 doubles, 20 home runs, and 100 RBI. A native of Mission Vejo, California, Cody posted a 540 selecting percentage at St. John's as nearly 40% of her career hits went for extra bases. Cody's primary position is catcher, but she can play multiple positions, according to head coach Rhonda Ravel. Cody's best season arguably was her freshman year in 2019, where she was the Big East co-freshman of the year, a top 25 finalist for national freshman of the year, and a first-team all-conference selection. She hit 375 as a freshman with 12 doubles, six home runs, and 45 RBI, leading the Red Storm in doubles and RBI. Her 49 RBIs ranked fifth in school history and were just four shy of the school record. She started 20 of St. John's 22 games in the COVID shortened 2020 season, batting 246. In 2021, she re- rebounded to hit 309 and laid St. John's in RBI with 21 and tied for the team lead in home runs with five. Her 2022 season was cut short due to a season-ending knee injury after she had played in only seven games. Cody came back from that injury to post a strong final season with the Red Storm in 2023, where she hit three sixteen over 40 starts, producing nine doubles, eight homers, and 27 RBI. It's another big transfer head coach Ronda Ravel in the Nebraska softball program as they welcomed home Jordy Ball, a two-time first-team All-American and arguably the best college softball player on the planet just a couple months ago. With now Cody and Ball in the cards, you can start to see the path that head coach Ronda Ravel is forming as they chase their first college, women's college World Series appearance since 2013. Incoming freshman Jessica Petrie led Australia in the first two games of the 2023 FIBA U19 Women's Basketball World Cup in Madrid over the weekend. The 6'2 forward led the Aussies with 8 rebounds in 18 minutes, but it was Spain who ran away with the opening game 83-68. Petrie delivered two points in that contest with one block, an assist, and one steal off the bench. Petrie helped Australia recover for a victory on Sunday in Group A play, as they handily beat Argentina 85-45 to in a big blowout. Petrie once again came off the bench, but poured in 10 points, tied for third on the team in just over 16 minutes of play. She also chipped in 6 rebounds, also tied for third highest on the team, 3 assists, 1 steal, and 1 block. Australia returns to action as they round out Group A play on Tuesday with a contest against France at 1.45 p.m. Central Time. And as always, we have the Inside Nebraska Spotlight to round out this edition of Husker Hurry Up. Our fearless leader and publisher, Zach Carpenter, released his weekly mailbag on Sunday morning as Zach answers some questions about fall camp at the end of July, including what the number 1 storyline will be. Plus, Zach continued inside Nebraska's position breakdown series as he analyzed the situations inside the tight end room as well as the offensive line room under Donovan Raiola. Zach also teamed up with lead football writer Steve Mark as they both analyzed the impact of Preston Talmoa committing to Nebraska as the fifth four-star of the 2024 recruiting class. Steve also recapped some interviews from the Nebraska football team that spoke on Sports Nightly last week. Bryce Benhart feels confident in what Matt Rule is doing after struggling the past few seasons, but that also includes a chat with wide receivers coach Garrett McGuire, how returning wide receiver Xavier Betts feels like he'd let everybody down, and Ed Foley breaking down what his special teams units will look like in the fall. And myself, Jeff Ekstrom, I caught up with head baseball coach Will Bull in his latest availability last week as the Husker skipper broke down what the program needs to elevate its game while recapping a historic MLB draft for the program. Plus, I I checked in with some current and future Nebraska baseball players and how they're doing in summer league action. That's going to wrap up this edition of Husker Hurry Up Monday, July 17th. You can check out all of our features analysis columns everything you need to know all of our content is on nebraska.rivals.com uh, but you can also check out our twitter page as well at nebraska rivals and we list all of our podcasts reactions everything on our youtube page at inside nebraska that's great about this edition of husker hurry up i have been your host jeff ekstrom thank you so much for listening everybody we will talk to you again on wednesday